This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Given the dry start to the 2021 growing season where we live in northwest Iowa, I cannot come up with an analog year upon which to build a comparison. We have never planted crops this early in these dry conditions before, in my experience. Last year, the analog year was 1976. We started with great conditions with a full profile of subsoil moisture before all rain shut off mid-season, so the crops finished on fumes. Our heavy soil profile can hold 11 inches of water in the ground, so when it doesn't rain, as long as temperatures are not extreme, root systems access what water they need from below. That is why the heavy dirt sells for what it does. We rarely get all the water that crops need each summer from the sky, so at some point they draw on subsoil moisture reserves. This year there is virtually no moisture reserve in the ground. Lake and river levels are extreme lows. Rain shut off last July and very little snowmelt entered soils. We have very little subsoil moisture and barely enough moisture in the topsoil to ensure germination. I got four-tenths of an inch last weekend with a leaf in the gauge. Others, mostly east, were luckier. The forecast for the coming week is promising with a short-term pattern change with warmer temperatures and rain forecast. There's no long-term pattern change, however. Until we get rain in the quantity of being able to describe it as a soaker, we will just be getting by on moisture requirements. Moisture requirements are low to begin with early in the season, but then increase with crop development and heat. At this point, we are looking to the sky for future moisture requirements in June and July. That makes us nervous. I do remember the old farmer adage, plant in the dust and the grain bends will bust. We have the conditions starting out to test out that theory. Just getting the seed planted in moisture was a challenge this season. We need crops to stay alive and develop in order to get corn to pollination and then hope that the drought forecast for summer is wrong. Otherwise, I guess that is why we bought the 95% crop insurance coverage that we did. As noticed, I'm not aware of any analog year that would give me the confidence to forward price 2021 crops. The climatologist that we use, Nutrient Ag Solutions, Eric Snodgrass, has done a good job of identifying critical weather factors with South American crops. He forecasts that the model growth that would first be too wet at harvest, producing harvest delays, that would force soybean buyers to redirect purchases from Brazil to the United States, further tightening stocks. He also forecasts that the wet harvest period would delay planting of the second crop safrina corn. He expanded on that with a forecast that the monsoon would end too early for the late planted corn, damaging production with drought. All that happened down there pretty much as he forecast. Not much has changed in regard to South American weather. They're going to produce a severely drought-impacted corn production total well below season's forecasts. As to here in the United States, Eric Snodgrass says that the La Nina is finished. But a pool of cool water remains in the Pacific off the coast of California that he says could portend a summer drought in the Corn Belt. Frankly, even normal precipitation in our region would not be enough. We need above-normal precip in the summer to make up for exhausted subsoil moisture conditions in order to produce APH size yields. If so, short-term rain events that produce sell-offs like seen to start this week are buying opportunities. What also doesn't conform to any analog years is the projected carryovers. In order to keep supply from shrinking further without severe demand rationing, we need better than trend line yields. 
This is both a demand and a supply bull market. We cannot afford to lose any crop anywhere, and Brazil's corn crop just turned disappointing. USDA is behind where they need to be in recognizing both tightened stocks and strong demand. If May reports are not bullish, then they are continuing to perpetrate the illusion that things are better than they actually are. Sooner or later, USDA has to tell the truth. There are no beans left in farmers' bins and very little corn as well. The basis has been telling us that in a tone equivalent to a scream. The rationing needed has not been done because the USDA didn't fess up to the need soon enough. There's no more old crop supply coming that matters until next harvest. Rain will not make old crop grain. And users have to stretch the existing supply between now and then. They can feed wheat or import small quantities into the East Coast, but these are marginal adjustments to the balance sheet. Hog and poultry producers are still profitable despite higher feed costs. The amount of corn production that the drought is eliminating in Brazil means that we are again a crop away before we can fill demand. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.